It's the Bobby Dollar Show. We back with a season three. Can you believe this? <laughs> I'm trying to touch the states this hey, time. Hey, we're going to have some fun, man. Hey, whole new year, whole new look. Yeah, show them I can still New co host new artists. Hey, man, let's have some new fun. Now I'm in the game. I was on the bench. On the bench. First I was renting, now I'm collecting rent. Run it up. First it with the Beamer, now I want the bench. Spending all the back like, here I go again. Here I go again. Outside says the chirp, now the camera phone. Told you I'm a mate, keep the channels on. Why you acting different when the camera's on? Why you acting different like your paper Hey, y'all, what it do, man? It's your big homie, Bobby Dollars, and I want to welcome y'all back to another episode of the Bobby Dollars Show. Hey, today is a special show, man. I got my man, Phil, the Blurred Explorer, man, all the way from overseas, bro. Like, hey, hey, Phil, man, hey, I appreciate you showing up today, man, showing out, man. Say what's up to the people, bro. Nah, what's going on, y'all? I'm Phil. I go by the Blurred Explorer on Instagram and TikTok. I'm a black traveler, black gamer, black foodie. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So I'm glad to have you on the show, man. Um, this is an experience for me, bro, because um, mm-hmm. I, I talk to people all the time. You know what I'm saying? I talk to black people, white people, Mexicans, all types of people. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. ne- never do I get the opportunity like I had today where I get to talk to somebody that is cultural living in a different culture, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah. So I know that you have a book out right now. Um Tell everybody about your book, bro. Yeah, so my books, I got two books. They're called The Black Travel's Guide. Um, they're an ebook series. It's really just a travel guide, kind of like a green book version of the green book, but mm-hmm. for two cities in South Korea. Uh, the first book was made in 2020 in the city of Incheon. And my second book was in Daegu, which I uh, published last year, 2021. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So what inspired you to write your books, though? Like, do you do you just uh, travel a lot within the city? What it describe to the people the name of the city that you're living in because i know you're in south korea right well currently i've been living in south korea uh since 2016 so it's been like five years and counting mm-hmm. uh, right now i'm in a small town on the east coast it's like a coastal rural farm town beach town that's the best way to describe it okay okay that's what's up that's what's up okay and the and the city is called diego diego it's a different city that's a not that city Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were living in there where you made the traveler's guide to be. No, I used to live there, but not anymore. Okay. Okay. So I went through um, some of the traveler's guide, man. And I know in chapter one, um, it was more so about the things that you need to know before traveling to this city. Like, give me some Mm -hmm. details on why you feel like people need to be prepped up before they just like enter the, the location in South Korea. Well, I think one, it's not like traveling between different states or your own country, right? You're going to a different country with different cultures, different customs, and different rule sets, right? Okay. Uh, so I think it's very important when it comes to traveling to any country. It doesn't matter where you go. Like, you should lo- know what laws, what you can do, especially um, big facts. There's something you can't, things you can do, say, in America, things you yeah. can't, there's something you just can't do in Korea or other countries, right? Like, for yeah. example, smoking weed. Uh-oh. Some place in America, that's legal, right? Other countries, nah. Oh, if you cost smoke weed, that's that's your ass, man. You're done. Damn, all, all the way out in Korea, we can't get high. Nah, oh. I mean, they, I mean, that's the rule. That's the law. I think right now it's for medicinal purposes, but uh, smoke weed, nah, it's illegal. Oh no, my bro. god, man. Oh my god. In other parts of Asia, like I think weed, they don't play around. But the hardest stuff, yeah, that's it. Like white privilege can't save you. You get caught with like the hard stuff. 
Oh my God, bro! You just broke my damn heart. I can't believe you, Phil. And I just met you. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Why would you treat me this way, Phil? Jesus Christ! Uh, I got some. I got some that can cheer you up, though. I got some that can cheer you up, though. What's that? What's that, bro? Okay, if you ever come to Korea, one big reason I said come to Korea is because they have a fried chicken and beer festival. Fried, fried chicken and beer. Oh my god! <laughs> that is the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> god damn, you feel that is a racist thing? I I can't believe if you was black, I'd be mad at you right now. If you wasn't black, bro. No, no, listen, no. For those of know, but oh man, real, real talk though. For those Korea is like. Fried chicken is massively popular here in Korea. There's like so many franchises and, and independent shops everywhere in Korea. Like, is it like a, is it like home though? Is it like with mom cooking and all that? Like, how? Yeah, but sometimes it can be a little bit better because they got sauce based versions too, which is really good. Okay, talk to me. Holler at me, man. You know I'm a foodie, bro. I want to know. Holler at your boy. Right, okay, so man, one of my favorites, my go to all the time, and I need to stop eating this because I'm getting older. Yeah, uh, it's called this Yum Yum Chicken. It's like a it's like a, imagine taking your favorite piece of fried chicken coated in a red sweet and spicy red chili sauce oh uh, yeah it's that know, good they be having those at um at the chinese food restaurants here man like kung pao and yum yeah. yum and yeah man hey i'm one of those guys i like general soul myself though but uh i'm with that man yeah. i i'll be trying to smash all that chinese food man i like chinese food and i like mexican food man i now wait now real quick are you talking about american chinese or traditional chinese food some traditional because they have some of those like uh korean steakhouses and stuff like that here and right, uh right. And, and st louis and um me and my wife we go to some of those sometimes so okay. heck, yeah so yeah heck yeah man hey I, I love it man so phil tell me though how long you been overseas again uh five years right now okay for five years okay that's what's up man so what made you head overseas was it like something you had on your bucket list and just decided to stay there or like what made you go over there that um for one i've always like growing up i always had this idea of traveling to another country right yeah but you know growing up like during the 90s or mid late 2010 2000 excuse me like i just never knew there's a possibility of the idea of working abroad i didn't know that was a thing the only time i ever heard of a black person, especially African-American, you know, yeah, yeah, traveling or living abroad because they were in the military. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That make a lot of sense. I mean, your family didn't trip off you leaving and going to a foreign country like that though. They didn't. Oh, they did. I mean, like, how did they feel, bro? I come on, come on. Phil. I know they was yeah, like, real talk, they were um, like other expat people who've been in my same situation. They're like, Oh, why, why are you running away from this? What are you trying to run from? Or yeah. Um, yeah. If I wanted to travel, why don't I just join the military and stuff like yeah. that? You know, I'm like, one, I'm not running from. Well, okay, I'm trying to run away from my parents. I'm trying to move out of my parents' house for for once. Yeah, finally. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but it's more like I just needed a job. That's kind of what led me to the to that. Okay, so opportunities. I mean, but that's good though. Like, how how, how old are you right now? If you don't mind me asking, I'm 30 right now. About to be 31 in a few months. Okay, so you 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 left America at twenty five, um, and you've been there for five years. I mean, bro, at twenty five years old to make that type of life decision, man. I mean, I think you were mm -hmm. a couple couple steps ahead of a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. That's a big move to make to say, you know what? You know, in perspective of my career, I'm finna go to a whole another country and start, you know, from scratch and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real, right there. Right. That's. 
I don't even think I got that kind of courage, bro. Because I don't even know. Do you do you speak their language? Uh, no, this year I'm actually going to try to start learning. Now, learning how to read Korean is pretty easy. Learning how to read the alphabet. Okay. But just learn how to speak it because they use a uh, different grammar. Uh, they don't have the same um, phonics and sounds as they do, like, say, in the Romantic language, like English, Spanish, or Italian, you know? Okay. So that's what makes it a little bit harder. But damn, but five years, though, bro, like, you think, like, over in five years, have you been able to figure out, like, some of the basics, maybe, just so you can get where you need to go and... You know what I'm saying? Cover all the basic situations, you know, like toothbrushes. Uh, I mean, I use the app Papago. It's like their version of Google Translate, which is much, a little bit more accurate. Yeah. But um, that's how Mute Premiums got through. Or we had other people who translated for me, other Koreans or other foreigners who spoke Korean. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Hey, so but I'm at the point where it's like, I'm at the point where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of trying to rely on others. Let me at least try to. In this case, try to be able to support myself. Try to actually learn the yeah, language. Yeah, it's not gonna you be easy. Go. Yeah, of course not. I mean, but then you know what though? Like being over there for as long as you have been for right now, yeah. I think I think you might actually pick up on the language a lot faster and know more than you think you do. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Exactly. I mean, I pick yeah. up some words from some of my students too, and I realize you know, especially when it comes to living in another link, another country. Yeah. If your plan is to say, like, maybe stay for one year and that's it, okay, I kind of see why you don't want to learn the language. Yeah. But whereas, like, say, like me, I'm, like, three years and over. Like, okay, it's like, yeah, it's about time I need to start learning. Right, you know? right. I mean, you got to become a citizen at some point. You know what I'm saying? So right. so that makes sense. That makes sense. Hey, look, we're going to go on and take a quick break, man. We're here with Phil, the Blurred Explorer, man, my guy out in South Korea, teacher doing this thing, man. So give us a quick sec, man. We'll be right back. It's the Bobby Dollar Show. I am a sinner who's probably going to sin again. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Things I don't understand Sometimes I need to be alone Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe I can feel your energy from two planets away I got my drink, I got my music I will share it, but today I'm coming Bitch don't kill my vibe 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 Look inside of my soul and you can find gold and maybe get rich Look inside of your soul and you can find out it never exists I can feel the changes I can feel a new life, I always knew life can be dangerous I can say that I like a challenge and you to me is painless You don't know what pain is How can I paint this picture when the colorblind is hanging with you? Fell on my face and I woke with a scar Another mistake living deep in my heart Wear it on top of my sleeve in a flick I can admit that it did look like yours Why you resent every making of his? Tell me your purpose is petty again But even as small like they can burn a bridge even as small like And we're back It's the big homie Bobby Dallas And it's the Bobby Dallas show I'm back with Phil the Blurred Explorer, man And when I say blurred I, That's like a, a, a hybrid, man Of black and nerd You know what I'm saying? And, um you wearing that as a badge of honor, man. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that a lot. So um, being over in Korea, bro, South Korea, like, mm-hmm. you, like you are, um, you're a teacher over there. Tell me, like, how is it like teaching a whole nother culture? Like, t- how how is it teaching over there? It's different. So for those who know, I teach ESL. That's English as a second language. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, I mean, I have a TEFL, like, you know, to be able to teach English like a certificate, but I'm not certified. I am looking to get cert- certified in the next few years. So that is the plan. That's my okay. next move. 
Okay, okay. To get yeah. that certification. But of course, that costs a lot of money. So I got to wait on that front. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to jump into a few questions, man. Just a few, just okay. to see, um, just to see if I can pick your brain a little bit, maybe just to talk a little bit. Um, sure, so, sure. so Phil, tell me about some interesting things that may have happened to you over there that made you say, damn, I miss America. Why in the hell did I leave from America, man? <laughs> Uh, I would say for me in general, uh, being able to go clothes shopping and buy electronics at ease. Okay. Okay. So you got to have like, what, talk now, to For context, family. I'm a six, seven, two meter. Like, let's, for those who don't know, like, so many cultures in Asia, like Korean included, uh, yeah. most people, you know, are average height or shorter. Now, more Koreans are becoming more taller throughout the year. So you've seen a lot more taller Koreans than before. Yeah. But still, for those who are big and tall, like it's gonna be hard to be able to buy clothes in Korea. Okay. So I, per- so I, gotta, I gotta ship my clothes from Amazon and what other sh- other sites to Korea if I want to buy clothes. Okay. Okay. So it can. I guess that can be a little difficult. Yeah. That's that's what's up. I mean, shit. But to be honest with you, like China make everything uh, when it comes to a yeah. lot of a lot of the clothing and stuff. Like, is it easy to order some stuff online directly from China? I mean, I personally don't, I really don't bother ordering anything from China person. I mean, it's possible, but I just don't bother with it. Is it anything over in South Korea that puts you in the same mindset of America? Uh, what do you, what do you mean? Like, like, I mean, like maybe a McDonald's or like, um, uh, you know, yeah, like- uh, I'll admit cause I'm in a small town. Right. And whenever I go to like a larger city that has McDonald's, like, okay, I want to get McDonald's. I need to get a sausage McMuffin because yeah. I had one in a long time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, and it does, I mean, do it, is it the same? Like, do they actually like use robots and stuff like that over there? Because not I, over here, I mean, they got like the, the display, you know, the touchscreen display, you know, to order meals and stuff. Right. But in terms of compared to the US, like customer service is a lot better. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, you know, uh, at least. That's- Definitely makes. I'm not sure in terms of salary, but at least it's not like in the U.S. I was like, you can't make any money working at McDonald's, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, hey, well, tell me this, man. Um, Talk to me about being black in South Korea. Sure. Uh, Well, definitely, I want to say this. Let me start by saying this. When you come to like China, Korea, Japan, Thailand, Vietnam, whatnot, Mm -hmm. you're going to be stared at as a foreigner, right? Okay. But as a the darker you are, the more looks you're gonna get because wow. most Koreans don't interact or talk with foreigners. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so like for instance, I'll just to be clear, like even in general, like even in the old Korean culture, most Koreans don't really talk to other or meet socialize with other people outside their own circles. So it's not very common to meet people from other groups or talk to them, right? Okay. They're pretty conservative like that. It's a conservative country. Okay. Now uh for instance, like there are times again, I'm a giant dark-skinned black man, so I get stared at all the time wherever I go in Korea because most times most Koreans just don't interact. And there were times, previous jobs, teaching jobs where I was there for the students where I focus on elementary. I focus on I'm elementary. I do elementary, right? Yeah. A yeah. lot of times there are students. I was their first non-white teacher that they interacted with or seen on a, on a regular basis. Wow, wow. I mean, do it, do that. Is that more of a historical type of thing for you, or is it more like a damn? You know, what took so long? You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I the well, first? A little bit both, because yeah, a little bit both. Because a lot of times, especially when it comes to, like teaching English in South Korea, right? Yeah. If you look at in terms of demographics, if you look online, look at the blog posts, TikTokers, 
mostly it's the uh, communities are white yeah especially white women from like uh america or canada okay so so again so that's what doesn't help especially when it comes to stereotypes because unfortunately uh korean culture they definitely have an influence a good chunk of the population is influenced by social media and what to see on tv so for example true story uh, whenever I see videos like poor, like Africa, right? Most Koreans and my students believe that Africa is all poor. Everybody's hungry. They live in huts, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, for example, back in 2018, during the hype of Black Panther, when it came out in Korea, right? Yeah. Uh, I showed my students one day, this uh, brother, a YouTuber called Travel and Truth. I showed this video about the real Africa. I showed him like, you know, Senegal, Johannesburg, like, you know, the modern wealthy side of Africa that, you know, they probably didn't see. Right. And my students at the time, they didn't believe me. They thought I was lying, saying, "Teacher, that's not Africa." <laughs> yeah, because again, that's all you've seen. Okay, okay. Well, you and know- like another type of uh, let me give you another example. Like I had this well, former coworker, Jared. He's a white guy from South Africa, right? Okay. And other South African Africans can confirm when I say this, right? When my students, when the students told him when he introduced himself to the students and said he's from Africa. The students lost their minds. They didn't believe he was from Africa, from South uh, Africa. Because he was white. Yeah, that's how, yeah. Dang, that's crazy, man. I mean, you know, that's kind of, to me, it's kind of crazy, but at the same time, it's kind of sad because it's like, it's like they so into their own lifestyle yeah. and everything that they're missing out on other cultures, you know? Right. And that, I mean, and that, I had young students, yeah. I've had young students saying that they never want to leave Korea. They want to stay in Korea forever. They don't want to travel to other countries. I'm like, okay, I get you're young. You'll change probably. But at the same time, it's kind of like, dude, it's kind of sad to see that. Again, there's nothing wrong having pride with your own home country and where you're from, right? Yeah. It's like, why not go see other parts of the world? Like, go expand your mind. Go see other stuff. Right. That makes sense. But Jesus, man, I mean, so, okay, so tell me about the nightlife then, like the clubs and the movie theaters and restaurants and stuff right. like that. Like, how is all Yeah, that? yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah. Now, Korean culture uh, definitely involves, like, going out drinking. There's a massive drinking culture, so it's very common pre-COVID, like pre-pandemic life. Um, it was common for, you know, Koreans to go out drinking, bar hopping, going to the clubs and stuff. Um even up to the older generations, they'll get get together, eat some snacks, eat some fried chicken, and drink beer all night. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> that makes crazy. That makes like when I think about it, it makes so much sense. It's like crazy sense to me because it's like every culture is gonna do the same thing to enjoy themselves. Yeah. You know. So yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I think when it comes to living abroad, it showed me that the world we're both big and small at the same time. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, terms of distance, yeah, it's, it's massive, but realistically we're all about the same people like to go out drinking like having a good time you don't go socialize don't face you know gossip and stuff like that dramas yeah. same thing we deal with back home we're no okay. different okay okay so how is uh the social media out there like the influence and stuff like living in south korea because i know they have like bts and different things like that but is it as popular yeah, yeah. as it is here in america oh massively popular um you got people lining up going to like uh sales events to buy merch and stuff. Yeah. So they Koreans have foreigners too. Do they have stuff like Black Friday and shit like that? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they do, but it's not as crazy like in the US. 
Yeah. I don't I, I didn't work at Black Friday once and I will never do that ever in my life again. <laughs> hey, it get crazy here in America, man. They be out here having at it yep. over over a TV. They really TV. do. And <laughs> I can confirm I worked one at a place called H H Grig mm-hmm. uh years ago. This is back in college doing a uh Black Friday. Man, it showed me working retail show you the dark side of humanity. Like God. I don't miss retail and I don't I don't miss I feel so much sympathy for other retailers who have to work on Black Friday. Right. That's what's up, man. Like so people killing themselves over like discounted, not good merch. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, I th- I would think that being over in South Korea, that would be like the mecca of the world when it comes to like clothing and different stuff like that. Because I always thought that's where a lot of that stuff was created and made and everything. You know, like I thought. Yeah, not for a time. I mean, to be fair, like what's unique about South Korea's economy is run- it's pretty much run by a few conglomerate families like Samsung, LG, and some other families. They pretty much run the whole economy. They have pretty much control. Wow. What because about- for those who don't know, um, during the Korean War, you know, South Korea is pretty devastated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the Korean government pretty much gave them deals. They told the families, like, hey, we'll give you every tax cut, benefit, whatever you want. Just get people working. And so of course, the- Samsung, LG, all of them, they took advantage of that. So do they do they get movie? Do you guys get movies and stuff like that before they come over here to the west side of the world? Uh, no. Well, Marvel movies, MCU movies, yes. Some depending on the movie, of course. Okay. Or sometimes we'll get at the same time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm just asking a lot of crazy questions, man, because the distance is great, man. It's like you you a whole yeah. day you a whole day ahead of me. Like it's it's Tuesday there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it's it's yes, still, sir. it's still Monday here. So for the listeners that don't know or you know really never tripped off of the time frame, like it's a whole nother day there. Like it's not even like midnight type tuesday it's like 11 in the afternoon 12 in the afternoon like he <laughs> he finna end yeah, his work day you know <laughs> yeah 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 that's cool man that's cool so um have you been able to experience the culture over there like is there like a seafood culture or like how is the culture street like street food type of culture like what's the culture oh uh, definitely it's very common like going getting street food uh, like, for example, you go to a place called uh, in Busan, a place called Hyundai. It's very common for people to go to the uh, various street food vendors, go to okay. the convenience store, grab some food, some street food, and go sit in front of the beach, watch the show, and just sit down, drink, and eat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, for example, it's also common to like go to like a 7 Eleven or the other convenience stores, grab some beers, grab some snacks from the store, and just chill out and eat all night, drink, eat, drink all night at the convenience store. Okay. Okay. And you single, right, Phil? Yeah, I'm single right now. Okay. So <clears throat> talk to me about the women, bro. Let what what's up with the women out there? Like is is uh China wait, China's like the foreign capital, right? Or is it or is it Bangladesh or something like that? Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Uh but low key though, just so you know, uh porn is actually banned in Korea. You have to use a VPN to watch it over here. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I thought you was gonna say that, but I, I didn't know if that was in Taiwan like that or if that was. Not ask South Korea. I don't know why they do it, but whatever. But yeah, dating uh, <laughs> wise, I'll put it like this: from what other other black folk and other people told me, both gay and straight. Yeah. Uh, they'll date a black person, but they ain't, it's like dating like dating a white girl in America. Most of them, they'll date you, but they ain't gonna bring you home to me, mom and dad. I heard that. That's some slick shit. Okay. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah, they'll definitely do the hookup, but most of them probably won't bring home to meet the family. 
I got that. Because of the family's uh, xenophobic issues. Now, unless you like, say, if you get a white woman, a white or a white guy, average-looking white dude, get a Korean girl, then okay, you might get a pass. Yeah. So would you would you ever consider bringing one of them home to your mom? Uh, nah. I mean, to be honest with you, dating for me right now is not important right now. Yeah. I'm more focused on getting these books, get my books going, and also potential ideas. You know. That's what's up. Plus, I got some stuff. I got some personal issues I gotta work out first before I even think about dating. You know. See, so you hear that now? See, I like that. I like that, ladies. If you're hearing this, you hear Phil, you hear him, he, hey, right here first. This man is strong enough to know that he has baggage that he has to get taken care of before he brings it into your life. Hey, I like that, bro. Hey, that's hard. Hey, real talk. Like, and to be yeah. your age, 30 years old, man, psh, some guys will bring that baggage right on in, put it in the trunk of the car, park in the garage, wait till she go to work, empty all that shit. Yeah. She never knew. <laughs> she yeah, never yeah, knew. Nah. <laughs> All the bad. Uh, I also think the pandemic showed me a lot of things too. Open my eyes to a lot of things too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That is absolutely what's up. All right. So we're going to take one more quick break, man. And when we come back, uh, we're going to sit down with Phil and have him spill the, he going to spill the tea, man. He's going to tell us everything we need to know about his books, where you can find them, what they're about, what inspired him to write them, just everything about the blurred explorer. I, it's the Bobby Dollar Show. We'll be right back. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Because when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend. Come on, I'm not even going for it. This is what I'm going to say. You, you got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. And we're back. It's the big homie Bobby Dallas. Welcome back to the Bobby Dallas Show. I'm sitting here with the homeboy man, Phil the Blurred Explorer. He out in South Korea right now, ladies. He's single too. I right, look, I ain't trying to pimp you out, Phil. I just um felt <laughs> like you know they, <laughs> they, they might have needed to know that. And uh with five percent, ten percent off the deal, we can uh and never mind, never mind. Look, I, when it's all <laughs> said and done, <laughs> when it's all said and done, man. Hey, Phil here with me. We rapping right quick. Hey, Phil's an author, guys, and um, I want to give Phil this opportunity right now to um, let us know, man, what is it, Phil, that you like the most about writing and what you provide as far as your books go? Uh, I provide, I think for me, what I enjoy about making these books was like, I'm providing a niche market that has power to blow up because, okay. uh, let me ask you this back up real quick. Uh, you For you, sir, growing up. Have you met any black other African Americans who's traveled a little abroad that wasn't military? Man, no. This is why this interview is so exciting to me. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, nowadays you do see more and more um, 
you know, black travel YouTubers, Instagrammers, TikTok, and other black travel groups on Facebook, right? Which is great. Yeah. But, you know, what led me to create these two books is like, okay, no one's really made an overall, I guess, quote unquote, green book version, child, black travel guide. It's not meant to say like, you know, this country's racist, stay away, stay away, you know? But it's more like just overall, hey, it's just a fun travel guide you can pick up and read and let you know, hey, just as somebody who's been there, who currently lives in this country, yeah, who can say, okay, here's what to do, here's what to expect as a black person or any tourist when you come to Korea. Right. So anybody can pick up and read this book. But again, this book was designed mostly to have a black perspective because again, most Koreans, they don't really see or interact with most black people all the time. So. Yeah. If people get stared at, or your little child will yell and pelt, say, Mom, giant chocolate man, you know. <laughs> and that's true. That happened to me. Wait a minute, bro. Hold on. It called you a giant chocolate man, bro. What the hell? Okay. Let me, or chocolate man, yes. But let me let me paint you a picture. This is back in Daegu. I was living there. I was shopping at Costco. I turned into the freezer aisle. There was this little four, five-year-old Korean boy, you know, talking to his mom, you know, like four or five-year-olds do. He sees me. His eyes get real big, does a double take, and yells, Mom! Giant chocolate man! <laughs> and of course, oh, you get, the mom man. got super embarrassed, and other people in the other shoppers heard this and started laughing. Oh my God, bro. I probably would have cried laughing. I would have laughed so hard. Like, I did. I did. <laughs> I probably would have high five little homie and everything, man, because <laughs> today, that, that is crazy, man. That is crazy, bro. Wow. I like it, though. I mean, if that's the way he accepts you and it helps take some of the pressure off, man, you know, hey, it's all yeah. about being stress-free, man, and that mental health situation thing. So you don't want to go nowhere or be in a foreign country and mentally you're just mm -hmm. not there. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't focus on right. what's going on, you know? So, hey, that makes plenty of sense, man. That is awesome, bro. So um, you got the travel guide. Are both of the books mm -hmm. both of the books travel guides? Because I only read one. Like I only went through the travel. Yes, guides. both travel guides. Yes. Okay, so it's like one and two. Okay, I got you. Okay, that's what's up. So, are you having any future plans with um, any new manuscripts? Uh, yeah, I'm actually currently working on my next book. It's gonna be a travel guide for South Korea as a whole. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, so I just got done with one chapter, one city, and now I'm still trying to make my moves because I'm on vacation right now. I'm about to head out soon to go, you know, travel to another city and you know take pictures, oh, okay. take notes, all that jazz. Okay, so you actually are traveling then. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, when I can, just some places I gotta wait. I gotta time it right because uh, places I want to hit on the West Coast, I gotta plan that out in advance. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta take flights. Definitely, definitely. So that's what's up, man. Hey, look, hey, I appreciate your time, Phil. I appreciate you coming on the show, man, and giving me this experience. Um, this is something new to me, bro, because me and my wife, like I'm 45 in, in August and mm -hmm. I promised her by the time we turn 50, we were just going to start to travel. Like I want to get an RV. I want to get some plane tickets. I want to just go and, um, mm -hmm. just see all kinds of stuff, man, over that, that maybe five or 10 years of our lives. So, um, I can only appreciate this moment, man. This is pretty cool. And it gives me uh, motivation to want to try to get across the, the water, you know? Right. Yeah. I hope so. That I mean, for me, at least, my goal is this. Like, if I can give us one black person to go get a passport and travel the world, I call that a win more than anything. I would like to get more, but hey, a win's a win. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I really want to encourage more, especially young people, like, you know, to go 
leave your city, leave your state, leave your country, even like go live somewhere else. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Be be multicultural. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, like if, if <clears throat> no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, um, tell everybody, man, you know how they can find you. Um, let them know the names of your your literature again, and um, give them give them the, the whole nine, bro. Before we get out of here tonight. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find both my books, The Black Travis Guide to Inchon, Inchon, I N C H E O N, and Daegu, D A E G U. You can find it on my Amazon right now, in ebook format only. Uh, my next book won't be ready for quite some time, probably for another year or two. So, but be on the lookout for that. Okay. Uh, if you got any questions, you know, follow my adventures, hit me up on Instagram and TikTok at The Blur Explorer. All right, man. And again, you know me, man, your big homie, Bobby Dollars, bobbydollarshow.com. I want to thank you again, Phil, for coming on the show, man, and showing me some love today and giving me a whole new insight, man, on being black, being a black nerd in South Korea. Yeah. You know, that is pretty, pretty cool, man. Awesome sauce. I like that. So uh, be safe, wear your mask. And um, hey, it's been the Bobby Dollar Show.